Well, hello there, and a big, hearty Isle of Misfits welcome to you. Now, if this is your first time joining us, I'm Nancy Carmichael, the host and chief misfit here on the Isle. And if you've been here before, I am still Nancy Carmichael, and I'm so glad you stopped by. Now, normally these little podcasts involve some kind of conversation, usually between me and someone who's either written a compelling book or just has some compelling things to say. And that's great. I love those conversations. And I hope you do too, because you never know really where they're going to go. And that's part of the magic of the whole thing. But yeah, like I said, that's normally the way we do things around here. But today, I want to mix things up a bit. Beer from the normal, if you will. And fortunately, as per our nomenclature, we are under no legal obligation to be typical, predictable, or even consistent, for that matter. So all that to say, on today's episode, we're throwing caution to the wind, and it's just me. And I hope you're okay with that, because I thought about using other voices to throw you off, you know, like maybe um, maybe a Nova that topped oil act, or I don't know, an Eirersprug, but I knew you'd see right through it. So, yeah, uh, where was I? Right, okay. So if it's okay, I just have a few things I want to talk about today. And those few things really speak to a pretty basic thing that goes all the way to our core values here on the Isle of Misfits. Now, if you listen, you might notice that I tag each podcast at the end with these core values. Um, but if you haven't listened or you don't know them, you can press pause and go to my about page on isleofmisfits.com. You can read all about them there. Um, or you can just keep listening now because that's what we're going to talk about. So I'm going to list them. They are as follows. Number one, own your awkward. Number two, love your fellow misfit. And number three, look for beauty and truth everywhere. So I want to dedicate an episode to each one of these core values over the next several weeks just to kind of give us a framework of everything that we do here. So as Julie Andrews would say, actually, she'd probably sing it. Let's start at the very beginning. Okay, I'll stop. So number one core value, own your awkward. I say it a lot. I mean it a lot. But what does that really mean? And it's a fair question. So how's about we start here? Take me, for instance. I'm pretty awkward. No, really. You're so kind to disagree with me, but it's okay. I know who I am. I have to hit the pound key 13 or 14 times when I'm leaving uh, an outgoing voicemail message uh, uh, and start all over again. Uh, if I've ever left you a voicemail, now you know the truth. Uh, let's see. I, I once wore two different shoes out in public as an adult. Uh, no, it wasn't Halloween. Because, like I say, awkward. Um, I know who I am. And I'm actually okay with that. Uh, you see, I don't think the same way a lot of other people do. Oh, sure, in some ways. I'm just a lemming, like all the rest of you, falling for every marketing trick and kitten video out there on YouTube. But I also learned a long time ago that I don't necessarily fit in with the crowd on a lot of things. And, and I see things differently from some people, from a lot of people. Like, oh, I don't know, uh, Titanic. That epic blockbuster won a bazillion Academy Awards. Yeah, I know. You loved it, right? Hated it. Sorry. Not sorry. 
Oh, oh, and this one will annoy you runners out there. I actually prefer the treadmill over outdoors. That's right. I said it. But when you think about it, it makes so much sense. You can stop whenever you want, and you never get rained on. Uh, okay, let's see what else, what else. Oh, gosh, I, I'm neither wholly type A or type B, but I have diagnosed myself with a condition that I like to call type B perfectionism. That is, I stop and smell the roses, and then I immediately chide myself for not being more productive. Oh, gosh, I'm, uh, I, what I'm trying to say is I am a nonlinear thinker. That is, I, I think about everything at the same time. So I'll often stop in mid-thought to start another thought or merge the two thoughts into a whole new weird one, much to the chagrin of whoever's on the receiving end of those thoughts. Perhaps you've even noticed that around here, but I, the point is I could go on and on and on. But I think I've established pretty well that I'm, uh, well, quirky, a walking anomaly, unconventional, peculiar, outré, if you... You know, if you're feeling pretentious, or to strip it down to the bare bones talking points. I'm kind of a freak. Yep, that's me. I'm a freak. But then again, so are you. Just in different ways. Now, come on now. Don't fight me on this. You know it's true. You've got your quirks, your freakish ways too. Which, of course, is what makes you uniquely you. And we wouldn't want you any other way. And there's a reason for that. You see, the weirdness that makes me, me, and you, you, is what is inimitable. That is, so good or unusual as to be impossible to copy. I looked that up right out of the dictionary. Now, it weaves this inimitableness. It weaves through our personality, shaped by our life experience and finds its roots all the way down in our DNA. You know that, that stuff that your own customized passcode into you-ness, which as amazing as that is, what makes it all the more fascinating when you think of it, is how we're all made out of the same basic stuff. But at the same time, even within that sameness, there is singularity in our design that cannot be replicated. Thus the term uniqueness. Think of it as a puzzle. Okay, all the pieces are made out of the same stuff, right, basically. But without your bumpy little piece, the picture's incomplete. We're missing something. So that's why I say you need to own your awkward. We need that little piece that only you can provide with all its crazy curves and idiosyncratic indents, okay, now I'm just being alliterative, sorry. Uh, but okay, sure, you may not fit into most of the puzzle. And that can feel discouraging, I know, believe me, I know. And I also know that we end up spending a lot of time and energy and resources and blood and sweat and tears trying and trying, oh, so very hard to fit in by trying to mimic other pieces. And then we lament that despite our best efforts, we just don't seem to fit in. Oh, but my misfit friend, you were never meant to fit into just any old place on that puzzle, because that would be so conventional. So one size fits all, and that's not you. No, no, no. You 
with all your weird little grooves, were made to fit into a place that no one else can fit. And that's why I say it's a good idea to own your awkward. Because if you don't, well, then who else will? We need it. We need your perspective, your quirks, your, well, weirdness. Without it, we are missing something. Okay, so now this is a good time to pause, to reflect, say la, if you will, which is just a biblical term that means to pause and reflect. Because if we keep going down this road, and it's a good road, but if we keep going down it, it could get a little crazy. So let's just collect our senses before we go down that crazy road. Because I want to be careful not to conflate misfittishness. Misfittishness? Yes, that's a word. I just made it up. But I want to not conflate that with malevolence. That is socially awkward with sociopathy. And this is where things get tricky. Because you know, so far, it's all feel good, you're special, which you are, and participation trophies for everyone. But let's temper this with a bit of reality. Not all of our weirdness is healthy weirdness. And of course, this whole little oasis for the offbeat that we have going here is, is set up on the premise of celebrating the art of drawing outside the lines. And I, I'm not going to go back on that. Celebrate, we will. But one thing we shouldn't do is throw out the lines. Or if that's too much metaphor mixing, we can go back to the puzzle. Let's not throw out the whole puzzle. It's tempting, I know, because we don't all like barn scenes or the old North Church or the lighthouse on the cliff and you know the rocky ocean and all that kind of stuff around it. We might want to create our own puzzle, something fantastical and abstract, even mind-bending, something that expresses our own personal identity and worldview. And really, what's wrong with that? Why limit ourselves to being a mere puzzle piece when we can be the whole picture in and of ourselves? What's wrong with that? Well, there's a lot wrong with that, actually. And I think deep down, we know it. We were never meant to be complete in and of ourselves. We can create our own reality as much as we'd like to, but sooner or later, we need each other. Now, there's a whole lot of room to be our weird selves, but when that weirdness starts to tear down the fabric of what holds us together, and then we start bullying or oppressing or stealing from or murdering each other in the name of self-expression, that there is a problem. Of course, nowadays, there's a lot of cases to be made that bullying is in the eye of the beholder, what those words even mean, I'm not even sure, but we'll save that for another podcast because we're already pretty deep into this here rabbit hole. So hold that thought. Let's go back to the puzzle piece thing. All right. Are we whole unto ourselves? That is the question. And the short answer is, well, yes and no. Yes, in the sense that wholeness is not just a nice goal, but it, it's an attainable one. Now, notice I didn't say perfection. But wholeness, as in all is well, as in being at peace with who we are and with the world. Did you know, by the way, there's a biblical word for that? Shalom. Ever heard of it? 
Sure you have. We just uh, equate it with uh, bar mitzvahs or something like that. But uh, but no, it's a biblical term. And and it's a good word. And it's an attainable goal, as I said. So yeah, this whole idea of wholeness is a good thing. I'm not dissing it. No, sir. But you knew there'd be a but. As whole as we were created to be, we were not created to be self-contained, one-stop shopping. We are still not enough on our own. Not to mention the fact that our wholeness has been disrupted by our human condition. You know, that thing we like to call sinfulness. We'll talk more about that later. But even if that were not the case, we are still not the whole shebang. We need each other. That is, I need you and you need me. But for the sake of argument, okay, let's let's back up a minute and acknowledge that, yes, we are more than a mere puzzle piece, that we do have significance and our lives are indeed painting an important scene in and of themselves. That is a scene in a bigger picture, kind of like a mosaic. We like mosaics, don't we? The way they take all these random, seemingly unrelated portraits and somehow when they're all carefully placed, they construct something bigger. Whether a wildly intricate pattern or, or a brand new portrait that forces the eye to expand the vision. Kind of like, oh, I don't know, a puzzle? See, we really can't get away from it now, can we? But, but let's stay with this for just, just a minute longer. Our lives do paint a picture. And those pictures are part of a bigger picture. Yes, of course. It's all so beautiful, so harmonious, so, so shalom to the nth degree. But what happens when my picture doesn't want to be next to yours? Or worse, somehow threatened by your picture or you're threatened by mine? We got a problem again. Oh, yeah, the real world where we aren't just all holding hands and singing, I'd like to teach the world to sing and buy each other Cokes. And that's a dated reference, I know, but some of you out there are tracking with me. So now we're talking about creating our own mosaics. So no longer just a puzzle piece. Now we're the whole picture. And now the mosaic is the puzzle. But it's, yeah, you see where this is going. No longer do we see ourselves, our lives, our contribution as an integral piece to a greater whole, but complete in and of ourselves, with no need for anyone to mess up our world of artistic expression. No one's going to tell me how to paint my picture. I am the artiste, after all. I decide what I want my picture to look like. Thank you very much. And as such, in this scenario, with everyone living in their own little creative universes, sounds like paradise. Actually, it kind of sounds like chaos. Maybe the reason it seems like such a good idea on paper is because of the assumptions that we make, right? We, we all assume that there are certain ground rules everyone will abide by, everyone who's reasonable, right? And I'm a reasonable person. I'm sure you think you're a reasonable person too. You know, things like respect, civility, basic decency. But actually, we're making two assumptions there. The first one is that we're assuming that there are rules to begin with. 
And then the second assumption is we're assuming people will follow them. But where do these assumptions come from? Hmm, now we're getting philosophical. But if we don't want to go there, we can just mitigate this, right? And we tend to mitigate this by just intentionally seeking people who agree with our artistic decisions and hunkering down in our little artistic community with them. I like to call them bubbles. But sooner or later, those bubbles burst. And then we're left with this uncomfortable reality that, hmm, maybe there are timeless principles that go outside of personal or even communal preferences that is not social constructs, but I'm just going to say it, universal truths that help us draw the line between quirky weirdness and out-and-out -out social deviancy. Oh, I know we're not going to solve this today, but I bring it up because it's an important caveat in my whole own your awkward shtick. To put it this way, it's not a free pass to be pathological. And I know that should go without saying, but we need to understand that we can't just make assumptions that if I say something, I know you know what I mean, and you know I know what you mean, because unfortunately, that's where we are in our culture right now. I'm here to just remind you, and myself for that matter, because we need reminding, there is such a thing as universal truth. There, I said it again. And again, I think deep, deep down, somewhere in the recesses of our liberated minds, we still all kind of know this, but it's gotten a little hazy in our, in our quest to be open-minded, free thinkers. And I don't know, maybe I've made it hazier for, for now, but trust me, friend, if we really dig into this quest for truth thing and not just a quest to appease ourselves, Eventually, the fog will clear, and we will be all the more enlightened. But for now, let's go back to the beginning. I say, own your awkward, and I stand by it. Because until we own it, we can't grow into who we can become. Now, there's an old song that I think Billy Graham liked to use in his revival meetings, you know, the ones where, like, over the course of 50 years, something like a million-plus people came to faith in Jesus Christ. And the song was just as I am, right? Just as I am without one plea, O Lamb of God, I come. Yeah, that's a great song. God loves us just as we are in all of our awkwardness, just as you are, just as I are, I mean, am, but he loves us too much to keep us that way, right? This life is about growing. And growing is fun! Wait, no, <laughs> it isn't really. It's muddy, and it's painful, and sometimes it feels awful, and there's weeds and stuff. But what's the alternative? Well, you know, when things stop growing, generally, that's not a good sign. But take heart, my misfit friend, because in the meantime, oh, there's still a whole lot of wiggle room for our weirdness within the bounds of universal truth. And that's the beauty of it all. We're not all meant to look and act and think the same way. You know, come to think of it, 
maybe that mosaic thing is a better analogy after all. Because we are each sort of a masterpiece in process. Yes, you, a masterpiece in process. Don't forget the process. And you're just going to have to deal with it. But above all, there is a glory to the way you are wired in all of its wonderful weirdness. And once you own it, that's when by the grace of God and only by the grace of God, I might add, can you begin to cultivate the best parts of it, weed out what diminishes it. And when you do that, well, you, you never know. It just might encourage other people to let their wonderfully weird light shine too. So I want to encourage you, embrace who you are, grow where you can. There's a big picture being assembled even as we speak. And yeah, the bad news is you don't get to assemble it. Sorry, but neither do I. But the good news, we all have a place in the assembly. You have a place, an inimitable, irreplaceable place. So, own your awkward. And there you have it. Installment number one in our Misfit Manifesto series. I just now made that up on the spot, but I like the way it sounds, so let's stick with it. I hope this was encouraging to you. And if it was, maybe you know someone else who could use some of that their kind of encouragement. So please feel free to share this podcast. In fact, I'd like to really encourage you to do so. And if you do, let me know by dropping me a line at isleofmisfits.com. That's I-S-L-E of misfits.com. And I'm going to enter you in our very next random drawing of random awesomeness, which will, of course, include awesomely random things of actual value. And it's all going to happen on National Random Day. And yes, that is another made-up thing, but who's going to stop me? I... I think I shall designate the aforementioned day of randomness to be announced sometime in early October. Because if I told you the actual date, it wouldn't be very random now, would it? Oh, and I will enter you as many times as you share. And if you follow me, well, that'll be good for two entries all by itself. So you see, the mathematical probabilities are practically limitless. Hey. Seriously, thanks for helping me spread the word. And even if for some crazy reason you're not a joiner that way, I do so very want for you to know the joy of owning your awkward, loving your fellow misfit, and finding beauty and truth everywhere. <laughs>